0: Welcome back listeners. So Josh, in the first segment, we just get, gave our general soybean wrap up, obviously not 100% down across the area, but we are nearing in on that. But for segment two, we just wanted to shift focus here um, to corn. So focusing a little bit more on corn, which is actually kind of the tune of how harvest is going as we moved into this week's week. A lot of guys flipped over to corn and I think it's going to be a big week of corn harvest uh, for us here. I think in general, kind of the talk of the town right now is just the moisture of where this corn is sitting as we're taking it out of the field. It's been several years. You could probably tell better than I could how many years it's been since we've had corn coming out of the field at this favorable of a moisture.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, if I think back, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I think it was 2016 was a pretty nice fall, but I think if, you know, we always remember last year the most. And I, I think the general consensus is it's like, wow, my starting moisture this year is drier than I finished last year. And, you know, that's uh, that's quite a statement. So I mean, when when finished last year, it felt like it was in the winter, you know, was what it felt like. And then we were still dealing with really wet corn. So, you know, and that's a great thing for our growers. It's just, um, you know, it's a great thing in general that we can get going this early. And uh, and really, Allie, the way I see it right now, um, as the guys wrap up with beans and are switching to corn, um, the moisture is, is gonna be extremely manageable. That should allow this corn crop to come out at a, at, a, at a pretty rapid pace. And the other thing, Ellie, you know, we're just getting started with corn. We talked about the moisture shocker. You know, we maybe only got, I don't know, maybe 5% of the green corn out. It might be a little bit more than that in some pockets and, and some maybe less, but um, but still some really great uh, early yield uh, reports. And Allie, we have been doing pretty good in our corn locations. We, um, across Southeast Minnesota, we planted 70 this year. You and I accounted for, I think, 27 of those. And we have 12 harvested. I thought maybe we could maybe just discuss uh, Maybe a few trends, but I think the moisture thing will is is definitely part of that and maybe just kind of see how our yields are shaping up compared to uh, some historics.
0: Yeah. So from these 12 total locations, I'll maybe just start by pointing out the moisture average of these 12 locations. So it's sitting around 21% moisture. So, you know, figuring in that this range, the range of the set goes from a 98 day all the way up to a 106. So um, nice to see those moistures there, obviously, with earlier maturities, some drier than that. I think on the yield side of things, before we maybe dig into the numbers, I was curious if you could just give your take on those late rains in August. What do you think that either added or saved us bushel-wise?
1: Yeah, that, that's um, a great question, Allie. And one of my, the conversation I've had with several growers where um, we did a lot of plot evaluations, Allie, I want to say like August 27th, 8th, give or take, um, that time frame. And and there's some plot locations that um, our team were in and evaluating, walking out. And as we walked out, it was, I'm not saying it was completely doom and gloom, but we walked out concerned, um, you know, big cracks in the ground. The, the The crop was really starting to show the stress. The firing was there. And really we're looking at the stage of this crop and and not a lot of growing season left. Um, I think a lot of us just thought, you know, there's not gonna be, even if we get the rain, I don't know if it's gonna come soon enough. And the part that has really shocked me, in my career, I don't know if I've really seen a crop, you know, catch a rain in September and change that much for the better, you know, in say 20, 25 days. But I would say from from that time, I think that rain that we had, especially in like Fillmore County, Mauer, Winona, Houston, um, I think those rains are probably worth 20-25 bushel put on the crop and I don't know if we've ever seen a corn crop change that much that late and um, it's just been a pleasant surprise and we're seeing some good uh, yield results uh, as a result of catching that late rain.
0: Yeah no I, like I said I just wanted to get your take on that I kind of like just you walking through that I think it makes a lot of sense so then as we come back to these 12 plot locations that we do have harvested average wise we're sitting around that 240 bushel range um, I don't think it's gonna be out of the realm even knowing in some of these drier pockets that we were lacking on moisture, I think you still could be looking at some record, it's not out of the realm to still be looking at some record corn yield averages.
1: Yeah, and if we look at that replicated set that we've been doing since 2014, uh, 2017 was our high at 237.1. Uh, you mentioned we're, we're just over 240 right now, a long ways to go. We still got, you know, what, 50, 58-ish locations to get in there, um, but, but a great trend. And the other thing on the moisture, you, you talked about the summary, um, you know, not a huge spread from 98 to 106. I think it's only a four point spread, you know, a low of 19.6, a high of 23 and a half. So not a big spread, which is pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, in most cases we're not gonna have to wait for that full season to dry down either. Um, now on the flip side the alley, we talked about a lot of great things. We're excited about the yields, we're excited about the moisture. Um, you know, I always wanna maybe, you know, flip back and take a look at, you know, um, there's always some challenges every fall and And I think, Allie, this year, if we see some challenges, you know, corn on corn acres were tough this year from a standpoint we missed some tillage last fall. um, You know, some other factors and, and, you know, just some things don't go right. But I do think corn on corn may lead to some isolated challenges. And I think if we see challenges, it's going to be on the corn on corn acre. Uh, Any thoughts on that?
0: Well, yeah, like you said, I think we have to think all the way back to last fall. And it was so cool by the time we even did get any tillage done. So your residue breakdown does not work in your favor very well. And then you flip to the planning conditions we had. So obviously very favorable in terms of being dry moisture wise, but if you don't have moisture um, In terms of residue breakdown. If you don't have that in the profile, you're also not breaking down residue. So it's kind of a double double whammy in t- in terms of um, Some of this, the role that the residue is playing in some of this continuous corn on corn
1: yeah and I think this corn on corn thing as we get into some previous weeks we'll maybe do a whole segment or an episode on this alley I don't know where time went but we're already up against the clock but we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in and uh, be sure to tune in next week there'll be a lot that changes the next week with a lot of crop coming out and uh, be sure to join us then You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFILAM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, and at Josh Schaffner submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060.